This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. So we're doing our relationship series and uh, this morning or the mornings, the two, this two past Sunday mornings are focused on, on more on marriage but also more on the interaction between men and women. So you can get the messages from this morning and last week's Sunday. You can get it online. Just go to shofarsermons.org forward slash East London. Okay, and then you can get all the, the notes and, uh, and everything there. So, um, uh, so, so we're focusing on the singles and the dating people tonight. And uh, this morning we were focusing on how to, I shared with all the married people, the, the, basically this quote about the, the key to a successful marriage is to fall in love over and over again with the same person. And, uh, and that's the mission. So in 2001, Sonic and I, we were married. I was 23 at that time. I would have been married at 22 if I could. I was very excited about getting married. And it... Uh, it's been just an awesome, awesome time, awesome uh, season of our life, and uh, marriage is beautiful, you know, when you build, your, when you build it on God's principles, and uh, if you look at our, our world currently, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a mess, would you agree? Marriages, many marriages, many families, many broken families, many broken marriages, and and you need to ask yourself the question, why is that so? Why are there so much brokenness or so many unhappy uh, people married or not married or just living together? Uh, and, and I believe the answer is basically that we're not building our lives on God's word. We're not doing it God's way. And even when we, we, we're getting it wrong, even from before marriage, we, it's the building up to marriage that we often get wrong. So I want to share with you tonight how to have a positive dating experience. Okay, keys, a plan, the path to a positive dating experience. Okay, so I'm going to give you some tips and keys, and if you're not currently dating, you need to make notes of this, and then you need to really, really, really read it again. Because when you start dating, you sort of lose your, your head a little bit. Okay, but we are here to help you tonight. So um, I've come with a few Christian pickup lines. Yes, Christians know how to do it. So, so guys, you need to understand this, that ladies like spiritual men. So this is obviously guys that have realized I need to be spiritual. So here's one for you. <clears throat> You're walking into a life group, got your cup of coffee, and you mosey over to a single girl, and you say, I'm no Joseph, but maybe you can help me interpreting the dreams I've been having about you. <laughs> I'm sure that will work like a bomb. It's very subtle. <laughs> Another one, go over to the girl and you could maybe be a guy as well and you say, Probably a girl, but is your name Faith? Because you're the substance of things I've hoped for. <laughs> That's the scripture for those who don't know. Another question you can ask as you're sort of getting into the relationship or the friendships developing, you can ask this one. This is 
definitely going to work for you. How many times do I have to walk around you to make you fall for me? Get it, Jericho? Jericho? Is this the transfiguration because you're glowing? I think that's a good one. That's a good one. And if all else fails, this is the best of the best. Comes right out of the Bible. Your hair is like a flock of goats descending from Gilead. <laughs> from Song of Solomon. I'm like, dude, that's just weird. That's going to freak somebody out. So uh, I want to, there's this, there's this crisis moment, you know, when, um, when it's called the love engine. The love engine. When the love engine starts burning, it is crisis moment. Things go weird. There's a fire that has just started. There's a fire. Let's go help. Okay, okay. There's a fire truck going out. They've heard there's a fire starting. Okay, so I want to help you from that moment when, when love starts to to that they call eros love, when that eros love starts happening, you know, when it starts burning in on the inside, that's the moment when you need to implement this plan. Okay, so you need to take a few notes. Dating can be a bit of a minefield, and now I remember um, before, you know, even before Sonic, I started to date, but even before that, it was just such an emotional roller coaster ride. You know, is it, should it, uh, 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 you know? So the one time, I've shared this before, but um, Sonic and I, um, I was persuaded that she's the one. She is the love of my life. I felt like God was saying to me, she's the love of my life. And, I, and she asked me for, for to go to this date with her. Or like a date, it's like a house dance at university with students, house dance. So it's not a date. It's just, she needed to ask somebody. She was sort of forced into the thing. So anyway, I told my roommate, man, this is the one. She's the one. I know it. So I'm like already into this and, and into her. And the, I remember then we were sitting there at this table and we we're dancing and things. And we we're chatting. And then Sonica said the dreaded words. Andre, you're such a safe option. Such a safe option. You know, because... Sort of nothing's going to happen between us in a sense, you know. We're just friends. I was, oh, how, how blonde can you be? You know, how blonde can you be? So I was just tired of the up and down roller coaster thing. So I told her, Sonica, I need to pray for you. Spiritual me. So we went outside the hostel and I put my hand on her shoulder or something. And I prayed for her. I was like, I was deciding I am over women for the next 10 years. This was now claw for bay. So I was, I'm praying for, I'm praying for a future, a husband. I'm letting her go and go away. I can't take this roller coaster thing anymore. And I was persuaded 10 years, no women. And I was very radical. So I said to the Lord, Lord, no women unless you speak to me. So it was, God, you need to speak to me. Anyway, three months later, the Lord spoke and praise God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've experienced that dating in general is, is really challenging. While marriage and being married to the right one and you're building it on God's principles, it's awesome. 
So our season before getting married, that engagement time was terrible. It was really, really challenging for us. And uh, there's a whole lot of reasons, really challenging. Part of the problem was Eros love. Now, what is Eros? Eros love, it's obsession, it's mystery, it's allure, it's excitement and passion. Emotion animates Eros love and it makes everything quite unstable. It's dangerous because it, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you think straight. Emotion overwhelms logic. And we spoke about it last week. But agape love concerns a mature and stable kind of love. It's solid. It's enduring. It's providing a sense of security. And unfortunately, what happens, it's, it's called the brain relocation phenomena. The brain moves from over here and it moves a little bit down lower from top to bottom. Okay. So it messes things up. You become generally too physical, too quickly, breaks down the normal friendship developing part of the relationship. So you need to, the key, as we said last week, of a healthy marriage is to build it on friendship. Now, the moment you start getting physical, then brain relocation phenomena kicks in and you throw out all common sense and you go crazy and stupid. And I said last week as well, it's like, I'm sure you've met those people. He's so amazing. He's so perfect. He's so wonderful. And then you're looking at this like, who are you talking about? This guy. <laughs> you know? are, you, are you blind? You know? So, so, so they say that this, this um, um, in love, in the sense of not mature love, in love feeling, is, they say it's about three to, to eight months, three to nine months that it... Uh, that it influences you. So, so you need to understand this. When you are in a dating relationship, you're not thinking straight, and you need to give it time. Okay? So the key that I want to leave with you tonight is go slow. Take it slow. Take it slow. Get to know with clear boundaries. Okay? That's what I'm going to share with you tonight. Take it slow, get to know, and have clear boundaries. Boundary. So romantic love is a temporary glue, but it's not the type of love that you have in a marriage relationship. Although in a marriage relationship, you're also supposed to fall in love over and over and over again. I shared this morning about the heavenly dance, Sonic and I. We, in December this year, uh, we did what's called Dance December. So every day, we choose a different song that we would dance on. Romantic songs. Yes, it was amazing. People can also do Jive January if you want to, okay? But it's, so, so for us, it's a, you know, it's not supposed to lose, you're not supposed to lose the passion over time, but you need to lay your foundations right if you want a healthy, wonderful, beautiful marriage. Okay, so what, do, what normally happens when we fall in love? It's rush, rush, rush. The love engine makes us think we need to rush. There is no rush. Come on, let's say it. There is no rush. Slow it down. Speed on the fast lane kills, and also speed on lover's lane kills. Huh? So slow it down, otherwise you might Lose your way. At the study at Kansas State University, it says couples who had dated for more than two years scored consistently high on marital satisfaction. The reason, over time, you're going to figure out if you're, the fit is better. And I know if when you get older, like, no, I don't want to wait two years. I want to like, meet the guy, get married. It's just risky. It's just risky. So you need to 
tick your boxes, okay? So they've basically found the reason for a lot of couples divorcing at an early stage is they didn't take it slowly. They just rushed into it, okay? So I know you don't want to hear this, but it's wise words. Amen. Okay, three reasons to take it slow. You need time to get to know somebody. Is he a psychic or a psycho? I said it last week as well. If he's got a crazy axe in his room, something, you know, maybe, maybe not, okay? You, you need time to bond. You need to let the glue dry in your relationship or it will fall apart. So you need to give it some time to really establish the friendship relationship. And you need to protect yourself from getting attached too quickly. You find people that are romantic love junkies, one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship, too much, too quickly, short-term pleasure leads to long-term pain. Okay, so I'm going to give you six slow-motion dating strategies. Number one, try and make a two-year commitment thing from the first day to wedding. Ideally, I mean, sometimes people go quicker, but then you need to tick your boxes. As we said last week, make sure your friends are not freaking out, your parents have peace about the person and those type of things. First date, short and casual. Short and casual. How do we normally do? Oh, he's so amazing. So we go right through the night and we're on the beach the next morning, four o'clock, and we still, it was the best night of my life. And everything gets weird from there. So limit the number of times you see one another per week. Give yourself space. Get a life. Come on, let's say it. Get a life. Okay, that's very important. Don't go, too ki- don't go too quickly. So another one, don't volunteer too much information up front. It's like you start off by saying, hi, my name is Chris. Let me tell you my darkest childhood memory and why I hate my father. Approach. Doesn't work. It's verbally vomiting, okay? So you go too deep, too quickly. You share everything with one another, and it, it's just, it leads to problems. Delay physical affection. Holding hands, hugging, kissing should be symbols of a secure relationship, not a means of gaining a secure relationship. So we're friends, and we're getting to know one another, and now let's hold hands. Okay? So the physical stuff changes the relationship, and communication shuts down. You're not going to find out what wonderful personality the guy has if you're just kissing the whole time. Okay? That's just a tip. So refrain from kissing for a while. I, I encourage people like for three months, man. Come on. Just on the cheek maybe. Oh, this is not a rule. I'm just trying to say the moment you really start getting passionate, everything changes. Relo- brain relocation syndrome kicks in and you've got trouble. Ladies, if you allow a man to have his way with you, he will never, ever, you will never ever be respected by him. Men respect women who say no to physical stuff. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Making life tough on you now. All the, all the ladies say no. No. Come on, try again. Practice. No. No. <laughs> why, why am I saying that? Because ladies that are easy will not be respected by the men. The men hunt until they have more of the physical things. And so you wait. No, boyki. Marriage, my oak. Where's the ring? Where's the ring? Okay. So 
you will be respected. You, have, you will have self-respect, and the guy will respect you as well. And I promise you, this is how men work. We have respect for ladies who say no. You saw the Beauty and the Beast uh, movie? We watched it the other day, the latest one. And there's one crazy oak. He liked this one girl because she was the, the one that was not going to give in. She was not going to sell herself to him while all the other ladies were like just wanting to give themselves to the guy. Okay, so we guys are like wired like that. Same with our cats. Cat goes to the person that doesn't like them. Okay. <laughs> so stay connected with your friends. Number five, stay connected. Don't ditch your friends. You need input. You shouldn't isolate yourself. But what do we normally do when we find ourselves in a relationship, dating relationship? We isolate ourselves. It's just the two of us. And then you wonder why your life falls apart when the relationship falls apart because you don't have a life. Okay, so get a life. And then number six about a positive dating experience. Don't mention the M word. It's not mommy. <laughs> Marriage. Don't talk. It's just too much pressure. Like first date night, four o'clock the next morning on the beach. <gasps> when are we getting married? Don't do it. Okay. It's going to make things weird. So go slow, get to know. You're going to up your chances of having a healthy process. Then have clear boundaries. A healthy dating relationship requires good, solid, and well-defined relational boundaries. Boundaries are about drawing lines. It defines who you are and reinforces that you are separate and distinct from the others. Too many daters don't know where to draw the line. Two, three weeks into the dating relationship, and she's already do, you know, washing his clothes. Stop it. You're not married. You know, clear boundaries, okay? You do not belong to one another until you are married. He has no rights to your body. He has no rights to your heart or your mind. She has no rights to you. You're not married. You're not yet one. The Bible speaks about being one. There's something that happens on that wedding day. I've, I've shared this before. But there's something incredible that happens on that moment when you're standing before the altar, you have friends and family. There's something so beautiful about waiting until wedding day. And that build up, it is so exciting. It is so wonderful to, to have everybody, the, 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 the pre-party and the celebration and everybody praying for that day. You know, we had a wonderful wedding, 160 people at our wedding. I, I was on the student council of the university. I invited the whole student council, and it was, a, it was a Jesus celebration day. We had a lot of worship. They were in the worship time. Yo, I tell you, it was amazing. But I, I remember, so I was standing, and nothing wanted to work. Now, I've, I've shared this before, so please forgive me if you've heard this before, but it just gives some context. So about... Before Sonic and I got married that year, year and a half before the time, we, um, you know, this is how it works. We tend to give ourselves to the other person completely emotionally. It's like, oh, it's all in. Now, it's hard to hold your body back when all of your heart is in. So it starts with holding hands, then it goes to kissing and deep kissing and more. And so with Sonic and me, it was, it was like, oh, you go, it's like you draw a boundary and then you... Go to that boundary, and then, man, you over that boundary. You're like, ah, oh, no, man. I love Jesus. I want to live a pure and holy life. I don't want to disconnect the, the guilt and the shame of overstepping boundaries. And I was like, man, I want to do this right. I want to 
give a solid foundation for our, for our marriage. And now I am, ay, 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 now we're overstepping some boundaries here. And what happens is the next time that boundary goes a little bit further and that boundary goes a little bit further. You know, that's what I'm saying. Man, just like do Star Wars Jedi distance. You know, but when you start holding hands and then you go, you go more and further and further and it just really makes things challenging, unnecessarily challenging. So if you can keep it as unphysical as possible for as long as possible, you have a better chance. You know, and I've, I've had scenarios where people come to me, people in the church, you know, the one day there was a couple that came to me at the end of the service and, and the guy said to me, um, we're pregnant. And I'm like, oh, you're not married. Crisis. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, <laughs> what do I do with this? <laughs> you know? And they were, they, they, they're good Christian people and they love God and they went too far and they got pregnant and, and, and the girl was in the car, in the, in the parking lot. And I was like, man, she's, and she's so ashamed. They are so ashamed. They don't want to come to church. They want to run away because everybody's going to judge them, they feel. You know, so I did everything in me, man. I just went out there and I hugged them and I loved them and we cried together and I prayed for them. And I'm like, we love you. There are no mistakes as children. The child's not a mistake. It's a beautiful child. But you stuffed up the process. It's a terrible process now. The wedding day is not as exciting as it would have been and the whole process and you have to explain it to you. It's just not God's way, you know. So no, we're not going to judge you, reject you when you make mistakes and things. It's just, ah, it's so beautiful when you do it right, when you do it God's way. So I so want to encourage you, take it slow, get to know, have clear boundaries. And it's amazing. That day when, when I remember with our wedding day. So I'm standing there and the sound, I mean, we have a big band and everything, 160 people and nothing wants to work. The sound doesn't want to work and everything's feedback. I mean, the people not inside yet. This is before the time and I'm standing there thinking, this is my sin coming to haunt me now. This is, I'm so, feel so condemned, you know, of overstepping. We didn't have sex before marriage, but we overstepped some boundaries. I was a hands hold only guy. Nuh-uh. And I remember like, just about five minutes before the service started, it was just suddenly everything started to work. And I remember when Sonica, it was a windy day, and so she stood outside of the, of the venue. It was, a, it, was a, it was dark, venue had candles everywhere. It was like a basement. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful with this red carpet and all the people. It's such an expectation for the bride to enter and I remember just standing there, and I just felt the presence of God just washing through the place. I cried. I was like, God, you are so good. You're so wonderful. And I was like, before, every time before we kissed, I was like, every time I felt so guilty and ashamed when we would be you know, kissed and things and step, overstep boundaries, I was wondering, what the heck's wrong with me? Don't be so religious, man. Kiss the girl, you know. That's what I was thinking. But I know everything was, no, don't, don't, don't. And so, so the day when we're standing in front of us, now the pastor's going to say, I pronounce you husband and wife, and now you may kiss the bride. 
I was worried. Am I going to still feel guilty? Am I going to still feel, oh, crisis? Yo, I tell you, when the pastor said, I can now pronounce your husband and wife, and we kissed, it was worship. That night was worship. It was awesome. It was like this blessing from heaven, God, and all the angels singing hallelujah. (laughs) Because God is the author of sexual intimacy. He is the one who designed us for it, but it needs to be his way if we want blessing, if we want peace, if we want joy. So I so want to encourage you, you know, it's not to be weird or funny or religious prude. It Honestly, it works God's way. It works God's way. Okay, so, so wait as long as you can and up, I tell you that the moment when the pastor says, I now pronounce your husband, husband and wife, boom. Something shifts in the spirit. Something supernatural happens. This is not just a little ceremony that someone's going through. So anyway, so quickly, your emotions belong to you. Don't allow your partner to completely run your life. As I said, don't do his washing. Don't completely surrender your whole inner being. When the engine of love gets going, it's trouble. And then dating with boundaries, have a life, okay? Your body belongs to you. As I said, the boundaries move. It speaks about parasites. Be anything, you know, but a parasite shifts your heart away from the person that you want to love. So it can really be anything. Pornography is not only a moral issue. More and more secular studies are coming out revealing it's, a, it's an addiction, like cocaine addiction changes the brain. It really, really messes up things. Any f- sexual activity before marriage is like pornography. It's going to just mess things up. Okay, so set your boundaries down and uh, keep it pure. Keep it holy. That's what God that's God's best for you. So real intimacy requires hard work, honesty, mutual self-disclosure and commitment, and yes, time. They've done a study where they found that couples married for many years record the highest levels for intimacy, happiness, and dynamic sex. Why? Because the real deal takes work and time, then it is awesome. They've done a study as well at universities in the United States. They found that those who, who, who partake in casual sex also have high levels of depression, high levels of challenges in their lives. So even secular studies are showing it's just bad for you. Okay. So I'm hoping I'm, I've made my point. <laughs> Keep it pure. Okay. So when I read this verse, almost finished, Hebrews 12, verse 14 to 17, it says, work at living in peace with everyone, and work at living a holy life. Come on, say holy life. I often say this, but God doesn't want you to be happy. He wants you to be holy. Why? Because happiness follows holiness. That's how it works. When we involve ourselves in things that are contrary to God's will, darkness comes and rests upon our souls. I can mention you so many examples of people in our church who battled with a whole lot of stuff because they were outside of the will of God. So they were depressed. They were on antidepressants. They were in a whole lot of stuff. They were seeing psychologists and a whole lot of trying to solve it. And the moment they turned to the Lord and completely committed their life to Jesus, it's like the poles go out the door over time and they are set free. So I want to encourage you. 
Position yourself in that place of holiness because then happiness follows. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. We will not have intimacy with God when we're not living a holy life. So look after each other. That's a cool scripture. Look after each other. It speaks of accountability. It speaks of don't walk alone. Don't walk this journey alone. Share with your friends about your struggles and the things that's, that you, you're battling with or the thoughts or the things on the inside of your heart or whatever it might be. The moment you bring it into the light, you find freedom. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. So it speaks about like that root of bitterness that we can find in our, in our hearts. And I spoke about it this morning, so please download the, the whole thing. But Sonic, I spoke about the celebration of manhood and the celebration of womanhood. You need to be comfortable in your own skin as if you're a lady, a woman. Be feminine and love who you are. Beautifully designed by God. In the same way, a man, we need to be comfortable in our skin and love who we are and how God designed us. And then we need to start celebrating the opposite gender because they are vastly different. For those who are married, and you will see over time, male, female, vastly different. And one of the keys is to celebrate how God has wired your partner. So my encouragement to you is, this is a major issue. We're seeing this assault on relationships all across the earth. There are these ideologies that's telling women to become more male. And I, in a sense of you need to compete with men. You need to be like men. If a man can do it, then the woman can do it better. You know, that competitiveness. It's a mess up. And the same way men are being pushed, even from boys these days, boys are being told, be like the girls, sit still, read poetry. No, the boy wants to shoot and <laughs> run around crazy and do something risky because it is a boy. You know, it's like my son, even to this afternoon, I was sitting at my desk and just preparing. And so he walks in with his big smile on his face and... Uh, then he put this uh, a plastic spider, he put it like on my arm to make me now. Now, a girl doesn't do that. <laughs> you know, boys and girls are different. We wire differently. We think different. Our DNA is so different. And we need to be f cool with that. And so, so what I shared this morning is one of the things that happens in relationships is that the man breaks the woman down because he cannot relate to how she's wired. And the woman breaks the man down because she can't relate how he's wired. And we're missing the beauty of how God designed us. So, but get the message and uh, there's, there's, it might help you. But what's happening is that a lot of men are despising women because of disappointments from the past, like this root of bitterness, despising women for the rejection, for, you know, things that's happened in the past, like the, you actually become to despise women. And then it also happens, the pornography industry is a lot of hatred and anger in the pornography industry. So there's a lot of angry men in the world. And we need to get healing from that. And there's a lot of girls that are also angry at women, at, at men, you know, for how they've been treated or mistreated. And that is massively influencing our relationships. So we need to ask Jesus to heal us. It's not just changing your mindset. 
is actually your heart needs to be healed. Otherwise, it's going to influence the relationship. There's going to be fear. There's going to be anger. There's going to be maybe hatred or whatever. And it's going to mess up the relationship. So God wants to heal us. Amen. So you need to evaluate your own heart and ask yourself, well, do I have an issue with men? Do I have an issue with women? Because God wants both men and women to celebrate one another. Then things work beautifully. Okay, so would you respond to an ad on the internet that says the following? Single male, overweight, couch potato, unhappy, lonely, self-obsessed, withdrawn. In search of single female, good-looking, athletic, strong Christian, outdoorsy, and a real passion for life. <laughs> eh, you probably won't, eh? So, so if you're not in a relationship currently, or even if you are, we need to start working right now in a, in a positive way, not striving, but in a positive way. Become, and we said last week, become the person you would want someone else to to have or to be. Okay. You can't do this. Overweight couch potato, unhappy, lonely, self-obsessed, withdrawn, and think you're going to have a wonderful girl, guys. You need to be, get up, get living, get some exercise, eat better. No, I don't know if that's possible. Eh? Normally, when I went, uh, it's so bad until I met Sonic, uh, until I got married, she really helped a lot. But the point is, get whole in Christ, get a life, enjoy life, and then God's going to sort out the rest. Amen. Okay, so that's a few tips for a positive dating experience. A few Christian pickup lines for the, for just to help you out there again. Uh, you come to the girl and you say, me, you. Song of Songs, the remix. I just want to, you to know I am praying for you. No, I'm praying for you. <laughs> a little bit awkward. That'd be a little bit awkward. Here's my number. Call me if you need prayer. I'm not usually, I'm usually not very prophetic, but I can see us together. Okay, now it's cheesy. Probably won't work, guys. Sorry. Forget it. Be real. Be yourself. Okay, cool. Please stand with me. I want to pray for us. So these notes will be on the internet. It's also on the YouVersion app. But I want to encourage you to, to make some notes of these and ask God to lead you to have a positive dating experience. Lay a solid foundation for your marriage one day. And I want to emphasize again what we sang or said at the end of the worship. Trust God to remove all fear from your heart. Fear casts out love. You can't be yourself when fear is involved. So cast out the fear with the love of God. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.